This is a Pod Dealers Network podcast. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. And everybody back in the days when I was young, I'm not my name is Sydney Devereaux. I'm known as the Golden Glamazon, and I am a New York City burlesque striptease entertainer. Um, today, I will be telling my Saturday story, and it's a little bit about my childhood um, and how I, I don't know, turn into who I am today. So um, when I was seven, my mom came out as gay. And prior to this, I had been a um, pretty sheltered kid. My parents are, uh, my daddy's black and my mom is white. So I came up in Seattle, which was an incredibly white, uh, straight atmosphere. And then after my parents divorced, uh, actually kind of during my parents' divorce, my mom sat me down one day and she said, uh, I'm gay. <laughs> and, um, I didn't know what all of that was really. I knew that my uncle was living with a man. I knew that they were in love and they were together and all of that, but I didn't really quite understand what gay was. I just knew that people had people living with them and uh, it wasn't any sort of a big deal. But it turns out when you're seven in the 90s and your mom comes out and says that she's gay, it is a big deal. <laughs> because in the 90s, there is a whole AIDS epidemic happening in a really intense way. Um, the homophobia in the country was rampant. And as a seven-year-old, you can't even really begin to process that. Um, so my mom's new partner, not my dad, because they had broken up, um, rode up on a Harley. And uh, their name was Deanna. And it was a kind of an interesting moment in my life. I still remember sitting down on the couch with them both and my mom saying, you know, this is Deanna. We're in love. Do you know what gay is? <laughs> and um, I remember being confused because, you know, as a kid, you just want your parents to be together and you want them to be happy. And then, you know, there's a little bit of understanding. I was so young. I didn't really quite get just how much my life was about to change. You know, you go from having your mom or your dad just pick you up from school, but then you have this whole new person that you have to explain to people. Um, and as a reminder, I was in this private school, Montessori school. So your parents had to pick you up from school. There was no buses there. You don't walk home or anything like that. There was a parent designated to pick you up. So my first, one of my first tasks was um, trying to learn how to explain that to the children in my school when we were all waiting in line to get picked up after school or when we got dropped off, who is this new person? <laughs> so early on, I learned how to hide it. Um, I think most kids that are my age now, I'm in my 30s, that had gay parents or have gay parents, it's not like gay goes away, um, <laughs> have gay parents um, that came out when they were younger they have all these different words for who that person was to your parents. And mine was guardian. So instead of saying, you know, that's my, my stepmom or, you know, that's my other mom or that's my aunt, because that one was pretty, uh, 
pretty normal too. I would say that's my guardian. And I mean, Deanna wasn't my guardian really, except for this person essentially became my parent. And I had to learn how to navigate a world that did not accept them as my parent, but yet I needed to respect them as my parent. Um, so, you know, um, early on when you have an untraditional family, especially since, um, you know, with my mom being gay and also with me being biracial, I learned how to hide a lot of stuff. Um, you hide how unhappy you are. You hide that your parents are gay. You hide that your parents are divorced. Um, and you just kind of retreat into yourself. And uh, during that period of time, there was a lot of other lessons I learned around um I don't know, learning how to be social, um, learning about acceptance, right? Because the other kids, if they would find out that my parents were who they were, what they were, however, they wanted to assume that I was gay. And early on, I knew that that wasn't quite correct, but I knew that there was something else up. And so one of the things that I learned really early on, earlier probably than a lot of people normally do, maybe, is I started to question my sexuality when I was like, I don't know, 9, 10, 11, and pretty quickly figured out that I was at least bisexual. At this point, um, anything around like trans persons wasn't really a topic of conversation for a lot of people yet. So um, I'd come to find out later on, you know, in my life that pretty much people are people. And I think that's amazing. So I don't really care what your bits are. But I found out really early as a result of my mom coming out as gay that in questioning my own sexuality because of the torment <laughs> that children give to you or put on you, I found out that I was bisexual. So there's this whole other thing that I had to hide and I put that away for a really, really long time, not really even exploring uh, my sexuality until I was a teenager. Um, or at least my bisexuality until I was late, late, late into my teens. Um, but you know, when you are, I think people really don't understand how pivotal of a time it is to, um, have your family structure change so much when you are young. And I will say for a fact that it helped me to be more loving and accepting of people that are different or having a different experience that is not considered, uh, cishet, you know, people that are born into the bodies that they're comfortable in and heterosexual. Um, so I kind of found myself in this different world, this world of kind of like freaks and geeks. And it made me love people more, but hate humanity more. <laughs> so individual people were kind of where I got to be comfortable. And when I was still so young, I learned that adults were a lot easier for me to get along with and kids were so cruel that I just started to be friends with more adults in, in essential, essentially. Um, when I was, I think about eight or nine, my mom had joined a gay chorus. And because my mom was also uh, essentially acting financially as a single parent and needing to take care of me, I would go to this chorus and I would sit in the back while all of these queers would be singing. And then 
all of their, the different members of the course would come up and visit me and they would say hello and introduce themselves. They all knew that I was my mom's kid. And, you know, they were all incredibly kind and patient and loving with me. And when I was having a bad day, they were always the ones to be more accepting of me than other kids. So I also just learned that older, older people were just, I don't know, at least older gay people were way more accepting and loving than what I was going through at the time. And, um, you know, as a result of, of this kind of childhood, um, I started to, I don't know, be more internal. I would write a lot. I certainly, um, became shyer, more introverted. Um, and as a result of that, um, my depression peaked or not peaked. It really started around the time that my mom came out too. So you get these little blessings and curses. I learned how to be a more open and loving person towards all walks of humanity. And simultaneously, I did not want to be on this planet anymore. And so uh, it turned out or turns out that for the next indeterminate amount of time, I uh, also get to be a depressive person, um, which is you know, a result of nature and nurture, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, so one of my best memories, or at least the most accepted, or the most, I don't know, loving memory of being accepted was um, when I was, I think, I want to say I was about 15. And I was in high school. And, and high school was mm, worse than middle school and worse than I don't know, kids are still awful. And during that period of time, teenagers are just terrible. Um, <laughs> but I was dating this boy. His name was Graham. And he was on the track team. And he was he was cute. I mean, Graham, with a name like Graham, you know he's white. But um, he was really sweet. And I remember very distinctly, he asked if I wanted to come over to his house to hang out. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, we can go after school. And he was like, well, you know, my mom and my aunt will be home at, you know, 6 p.m. So we'll have to be out of there by then. And that's when I realized that Graham's mom was gay. And there was this moment where I was like, your aunt, you live with your aunt. And he kind of looked at me and I was like, I was like, my mom's gay too. And it was just this realization that we had found each other in a time that we couldn't tell anybody else. And I don't think until that moment he had really told anyone else that his moms were gay either. And up until that time, I only had three friends from the entire time I was seven until I was 17 that knew that my moms were gay. And I just remember in that moment feeling like, well, maybe it'll be okay. Like maybe one day, you know, this won't be so hard or weird. Um, and it's not, it's not to say that it wasn't still straight. I mean, we broke up like two weeks later, but it was a good moment in my life. <laughs> um, I, yeah, so um, I'm kind of an only child. I was, I'm an only child by blood, but I was raised with, these two, actually three other children, um, my mom's best friends were, had kids that were my best friends in school. So because of the Montessori school structure, it was already kind of like hippies and it just kind of was more hippies. So 
um, I would go and spend time with them after school. Um, all of her parents would kind of rotate through this, like picking up, dropping off kids from school kind of thing. Um, but for the most part, you know, when, you know, playtime was done or my mom was off work, I was an only child. So I spent a lot of time by myself, a lot of time. And I remember, um, really specifically when I was, um, I want to say it was like super, I was adolescent, maybe 11 or 12. We had moved into this house that was near a green belt and kids were so shitty at this point. Um, I was, I think it was maybe fifth grade. I had convinced my parents that I no longer wanted to be in private school, that I wanted to be a public school kid. I wanted to learn how to be normal. It was really important for me to learn how to be quote unquote normal because I had been experiencing this childhood up until now. And so my parents let me go to private, to public school. And, um, it was, it was a fight. It was like a lot of fighting. I only lasted, um, about a month and a half. I was testing out of classes and kids were really cruel and my parents couldn't make me go and play with other kids. Um, they would have to try to bribe me. And all I would do is I would just get on my bike and ride around the neighborhood and try to avoid other kids. Or I would go sit in the forest when it was warm for hours at a time just reading. Because, you know. But yeah, for the most part, only child. To answer your question. <laughs> yeah, mostly an only child. So uh, this was Sydney Devereaux, or I am Sydney Devereaux, the Golden Glamazon. And if you want to find me, my website is goldenglamazon.com, or you can find me on Instagram, pretty easy peasy, also at Golden Glamazon. Thank you for listening. When I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid. Again. And everybody back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore.